And we're back on the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast with Podcast Guy. Wow, thanks for having me, man. Be talking to some of the fans up in the, the Pacific Northwest. Your Demi got him. Yeah. Pretty good, darling. Pretty good. Yo! We're the Voros twins. They know we like PCO to the horror show. Freaking me out, man. <laughs> Freaking me out, yo. We are leaving the station. L Train, take us out. Yo. To the yo, to the yo, to the yo. This is the L Train, and we are back for another fun-filled week, another amazing show, another fun time. Here on the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast, we are up to number episode 186. And uh, this week, I got another great guest for you, Aaron from Reactivate Professional Wrestling. We'll get to uh, him and what we talked about in just a second. But, uh, dude, uh, thank you all for tuning in each and every week and supporting the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling shows. Been getting some really, really good numbers uh, popping up lately uh, on the listens and things like that. So I just want to thank everyone so much, you know, for uh, following the show, subscribing to the show, telling your friends about the show, you know, calling up your grandma, saying, Grandma, you got to hear this. Check it out right now. And uh, she's been tuning in too, I can tell. But anyway, just joking around there. But thank you so much for uh, jumping in and, uh, you know, Supporting the show, I really just, you know, appreciate it. I wouldn't be here if uh, all you folks weren't tuning in each and every week and then the uh, the talent wasn't giving me their time on here. So, uh, man, I just can't uh, believe we're up to 186. We're closing in on that number, that big number, 200. Let's see uh, how long it takes us to get there. Hopefully not long. Hopefully that many more weeks, once a week, every week, and uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, dude, before we get to this week's guest, Aaron... How about that Super Bowl yesterday, man? Um, man, I tuned in. I really, I don't know if I was going to watch during the week. I was like, ah, I don't know. But then Mrs. Clans and myself talked about it a little bit. Like, you know, we'll we'll make some food. We'll just kind of chill out, watch the game. You know, it's probably going to be a good game, competitive game. And you know, when unless you really hate a team in the Super Bowl or your team is playing, like when the Seahawks, I want to, Seahawks to kill people in the Super Bowl, just like they did the Broncos. Didn't happen so much the next year against the Patriots, right? But, uh, you know, that's what I want to see when my team's in there. But when it's not my team and I don't hate one of the teams, which I really didn't in this case, I want to see a good competitive game. I want to see a game come down to the last drive, the last, you know, throw, the last field goal, and just, you know, say you were watching when that, you know, stuff happened. But uh, this was not that game seems like Tampa Bay just kind of controlled it from pretty much the beginning to end, you know, after those first couple drives on each side. And then suddenly they just kind of took over Brady to Gronk. It was just incredible to kind of see that, you know, him hitting Gronk in the Super Bowl after a couple years absence from Gronk, you know, and just crazy, crazy, crazy. So, uh, you know, like I said, it was, it was disappointing watching it. Um, unless you're really a fan of Tampa Bay or Tom Brady, I guess, you know, I really wanted, uh, KC to do their thing, you know, win Mahomes, get another uh, championship, but it just seems like he was running for his life all game, you know, the whole game, excuse me. And, uh, just couldn't really get anything going. I think he was, he looked pretty hurt after a while limping around. I think he had that bad toe. So, uh, kind of felt bad for him, but, uh, he played his ass off just like a champion that he is. But, uh, man, uh, Tampa Bay's offense was, uh, or defense, excuse me, was just super stout. They couldn't, like, they were just blitzing. I don't, I don't even know if they were blitzing. They were just, like, just bringing dudes, like, each and every time, whether it was a defensive end or the outside linebacker or whatever. But um, that one guy with the long-ass arms, I don't remember his name, but 
Dude, he was just all over uh, Mahomes the whole time. Mahomes had no time. He, he reminded me of Russell Wilson back there having to scramble and run for his life. And, uh, you know, and also seeing Russell up there was kind of cool. He was there. He was the winner of the Walter Payton Award, so that was uh, really cool. But then Tampa Bay's offense, uh, to counter the whole thing, was very precise, man, and just uh, was doing everything right. They were running the ball. They were throwing the ball and just, you know, man, I hate to admit it because I'm not really a Tom Brady fan after all these years, but uh, looking at the numbers, I wrote some stuff down here. Seven championships, seven Super Bowl championships, excuse me, ten Super Bowl appearances, five Super Bowl MVPs, you know, winning a Super Bowl in his first year with a brand new team at, what is he, 42, 43 years old, something like that. And, you know, it's pretty goddamn amazing. You know, as much as I can't stand Tom Brady, we lost to him in that Super Bowl that time, all the cheating type things, but you can say what you can say. But uh, he did it, and he moved to a new team, a new conference also, and took his team all the way. And, uh, you know, all you can say is uh, congratulations to Tampa Bay on uh, on their big win, whether you uh, hate Tom Brady or not. But uh, also, man, why do you think those Patriot fans are feeling today? You know, they didn't make any really effort, I don't think, to keep Tom Brady there because of the, I think he just was time, like he wanted to move on. He wanted maybe to get, you know, paid a little better than they were doing. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a big Tom Brady or Patriots fan or anything like that, but uh, it had to be upsetting as a fan, a true Patriot fan through and through. You love Tom and uh, Belichick and Gronk, and then they leave and they win a Super Bowl the very next season in another town. So, uh, man, crazy, 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 crazy stuff. But uh, the best thing about the Super Bowl was the food we made here, by the way. Uh, Mrs. Clams uh, made up some uh, buffalo, shredded some chicken, made some buffalo chicken out of it with some uh, Frank's hot sauce, some cream cheese, mixed that all together. Phenomenal little blue cheese uh, topper on that. Uh, and then uh, we threw some ribs in the oven, uh, 275, some uh, little baby back pork ribs. And, um, man, they came out. They were just like, I took them out after four hours, and they were just like, the bone, you just touched it, and it just pulled a little bit, and the whole thing was just out of there. So they were phenomenal. And uh, so the food and my company, Mrs. Clams, was the uh, the best thing about uh, about uh, that Super Bowl uh, Sunday. But speaking of Mrs. Clams real quick, uh, since she's not on here, uh, happy birthday to Mrs. Clams this weekend on Saturday the 6th was her birthday. Uh, we had a great time, had dinner that night with the family, uh, but, uh, you know, happy birthday to the one and only Mrs. Clams. I love you uh, more than anything I can uh, even ever even think about it because uh, she changed my life, saved my life, and, you know, she is my life. But anyway, enough mushy stuff there. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, let's get to this week. Uh, Aaron, uh, reactivate professional wrestling out of... Uh, over there in Richland, uh, Washington, uh, east of the mountains, man. And uh, we have a great conversation like we always do. He's been on here a couple, three times already. Always a great guy to talk to. We talk about, you know, the man came down, you know, he just didn't live with the pandemic. You know, he came down with COVID himself, caught it, had to live with it. Hear his stories about the pandemic, you know, the COVID, the after effects, the headaches uh, that he is still continuing to have. You know, we talked about Reactivate and how it changed, uh, the pandemic changed everything there. Uh, and then we get into this partnership that he's got going on with uh, SAPW and uh, this uh, Northwest Showcase they're putting on on Twitch on, uh, excuse me, February the 27th this year. Um, it's going to be a great night of wrestling, and it's going to cost you, if you want to check this out, a whole night of wrestling. 
for $2.99. And I think that's either a Friday or Saturday night. You have to look ahead on your calendar, February the 27th. Actually, let me just pull it up over here to probably tell me if I go to this little website that I already... Yep, it's Saturday, February 27th. Uh, looks like an 8 p.m. Pacific uh, bell time. So uh, check it out, man. Check this out. We talk about how this all came about, the ins and outs, talent, how do you get all those uh, folks lined up these days. And, uh, you know, just some of the talent on there, four minutes of heat, is going to take on uh, two in the pink, which is Effie and Zicky Dice. Caden Cassidy taking on the giant. Jackson Price, Rook Kelly against Cole Crazy. Princess Deathwish versus Larry D. Sue Young versus Kikyo. And uh, more, it sounds like, that's going to be on this uh, card. So, man, so uh, I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. The one and only Aaron from Reactivate uh, Pro Wrestling. And, uh, dude, it's going to be really... Uh, hope you enjoy this podcast. I have a good time chatting with him. And, uh, dude, so check out this show and our entire archive, our catalog, if you will, over at BigfootProWrestling.com and most uh, podcast platforms, you know, iTunes, all the regular ones. And uh, most of the recent shows, like the last year, actually, it's been a little while now, over on SoundCloud on the uh, PWO network, the Pro Wrestling Only Network. If you go to SoundCloud and search PWM, like Mary, network, it brings up all the podcasts that are on there, and you can find mine on there, man. And we get a lot of great listens over there. So uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, it's pretty much there. You can follow me on Twitter, as always, at BFPW Podcast, which stands for Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast, of course. And then let me tell you real quick, tune in next week and uh, hear the one and only Masha Slamovich. And, uh, dude, I'm the L-Train. And this is the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast, and we are leaving the station. Baby, this is the American Dream, man. I am here on the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast to help out my good friend, the L-Train. And we're jumping in tonight. I got to tell you all about it, my good friends, over Nacho Mama Seattle. That at NachoMamaSeattle.com, if you will. Go over there, get funky like a monkey, just like my good friends, Chris and Sandra, do over there, you know, baby. And let me tell you what it's going to be. They're going to be traveling a little bit this next week, only a few days, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We will be on February the 11th at Stoop Brewing, baby, in Ballad. Oh, baby, 5 to 8 p.m. And then Friday, February the 12th, come brewing and come on, baby. 4 to 8 p.m. And then on Saturday night. Oh, Saturday. I used to wrestle twice on Saturday. You know what I'm saying, Daddy? And uh, February the 13th, Urban Family Brewing in Ballad 1 to 7 p.m. Let me tell you about the specials. Chicken, bacon ranch nachos. Oh, baby. Cheddar cheese sauce, spicy chicken, bacon, Ranch dressing, tomatoes, and arugula. Daddy, I don't even know that. I don't even know what arugula is, but it sounds great. It sounds fancy over there. Mind your peas, carrots, and soup, baby. Carrot soup with garlic, pea, pesto, and marinated, marinated, marinated pork belly, baby. 
and then get that sweet tooth on. Go get funky like a monkey with your sweet tooth spumoni brownie, fudgy dark brownie. It's chocolate brownie with rum soaked cherry, vanilla frosting, and crust pistachios, baby. L Train, man, take it over. I can't even take it no more. Hey, Dusty, thank you very much, man. Check out my friends Chris and Sandra over at Nacho Mama's Food Truck, NachoMamasSeattle.com, Nacho Mama's SCA on Twitter, Nacho Mama's Seattle on Facebook and Instagram. Hashtag Nachos and Beer, baby. Hey, yo, this is the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode number 186. We're zeroing in on 200 people. But anyway, this week, uh, another great one, as usual. I think it's going to be very interesting, man. From Reactivate Professional Wrestling, we got the one and only Aaron, and we're going to be talking about some cool shit. Aaron, man, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, Lyle. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty well, man. I'm uh, just kind of uh, chilling here tonight, uh, just kind of, you know, doing my thing. Just been working, busy at work, you know. I'm in the medical field, so busy, busy, busy. Lots of questions there. But, uh, man, the question is, how are things for you how have you been i've been doing good i've been doing pretty good um like i said life's been kind of uprooted and things have changed and you know 2020 was what it was for everybody else but uh we all kind of found our way through it and it's been uh it's it's been an interesting interesting go <laughs> i guess is the best way to put it but i'm doing i'm doing well oh man I, i'm glad you're doing well you know uh you know i gotta ask you real quick uh before i dive into any other things man uh you know watching you on social media and you mentioned it uh you know before we hit the red button here twice now i just let everyone know shit died here just a minute ago i'm a real professional anyway i love to tell people when shit messes up but anyway uh dude uh you came down with the actual covid uh can we get some um input on that man how did it go i'm so happy you're still here with us a lot of people that got it you know aren't around some you know anymore so uh how are you yeah uh, I'm doing good. It it was uh, it was definitely a tough go. Um, November sixth, I went to work and I just I was sick. Um, I was uh, my uh, ex wife and I were, were texting and she I mentioned to her I was like I was cold. She's like, "What are you wearing?" And I said, "Well, I got my hoodie on. I'm just I'm cold." And she's like, "I'm coming down to see you right now because mm. she works in the medical field." As soon as she saw me, she's like, "You're." closing the shop you're going to get tested like you need to get out of here so i did and i ended up being positive uh so from november 6th to uh november it was supposed to be november 15th but i ended up catching some low-grade fevers so i stayed out of work until the 18th uh so about two weeks about 12 days um and uh it was it was brutal um i was telling you i still i, I had 43 straight days of headaches <clears throat> And I still get them on occasion. I have a headache more often than I don't right now. And so we're, we're I'm scheduling some neurological stuff to get that squared away. And I may end well, up going on to like some prescription migraine medication, which is crazy because I've never had migraines in my life. Well, I was about to ask, you know, what, you know, are you seeing a doctor for these headaches? Obviously you just said you are, you know, how, how's all that going? They like doing any, you know, tests on your head, any uh, scans, anything like that? Well, there was a big spike in blood pressure. Um, and so I'm doubling up like... And taking some new blood pressure medications, getting some of that stuff squared away. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to be going to some, probably going to some prescription migraine is what they decided is probably going to be the path we go. Um, 
I'm supposed to find all that stuff out this week, but uh, I guess now next week I've lost track of days these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're uh, I'm good. I mean, it was, you know, it was, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. It was definitely like the worst sickness, you know, shy of my heart surgery recovery that I've ever had to deal with. So, I mean, it wasn't fun by any means. So, you know, these, uh, the, the migraines, man, uh, you know, when that stuff was set in, was there anything you could do to relieve your pain or was it just like you had to just like sit there and wait it out in the dark or something? Uh, basically, uh, it was a lot of, uh, Tylenol, ibuprofen, uh, caffeine, mm. <laughs> whatever it took to get through it. Um, usually a combination of the three. So, uh, Excedrin migraine worked pretty well once I got my hands on some of that, but I didn't have that right away because mm. obviously during the COVID situation, <laughs> I couldn't leave the house. Right. I actually learned a weird thing about that. Even it was a midnight. I jumped in my car to go drive around just to get out of the house for a little bit. I was in my car by myself, window down midnight, nobody out and around. And, uh, a friend of mine that works for the health department, she told me, she's like, yeah, you could get arrested for that. Yeah. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, you're on our list. You can't leave your house. Like you have to stay. I was like, oh man, I was just, I, I needed some air. Oh. Wasn't, wasn't even allowed to do that. So it was what it was. But so you did something like that to kind of pass the time, you know, what else could you do? Did you just sit there, lay around, watch TV, sleep, you know? I went from 1000 to 1000 followers to 10,000 followers on TikTok in that 12 days. <laughs> That's what that's what I did with my time. <laughs> TikTok, man. I, I thought that was just for the kids, Aaron. Man, you know, but the kids can't get paid for it. Um, the adults can. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. I have a monetary stream coming in now from it. It is not good. It is. I think I can. I think after this last two months, I can finally buy a cup of coffee now. Maybe a large one. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, <laughs> it was a good. It was a good time killer. Um, and uh, proved to be pretty ad- addictive. So, oh my gosh! So, uh, so mm-hmm. we can look up uh, Aaron on TikTok or however that works, and uh, check out all these yeah. amazing things, and yeah. uh, maybe make yeah. you five cents for the month. <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> what kind of just did you sit there? COVID being sick, just talking to your phone. Pretty much. I mean, there, there wasn't like I didn't have visitors. Obviously, no one yeah. came to see me. They would drop stuff on my back porch, but, which was amazing. Um, I had a lot of really cool like care packages and stuff that I went back to, but uh, it was funny when the the food got dropped off, all that different food and drink and everything else, and my taste of my sense of taste and smell were completely gone. All right, so it like orange juice was pulpy water, uh, <laughs> milkshake was just viscous water. I mean, there was like it, there was no flavor to anything. I took a shot of Fireball just to see what would happen and all it did was burn my mouth i didn't taste anything oh man that's yeah, terrible. so weird it was so weird so you couldn't even sit there you know watch 10 movies a day and just kind of munch out on stuff it was just like all this yeah. tastes like complete crap no my brother was the one who actually said to me he said uh you should just eat healthy and all the stuff that you don't like so i guess you should just do that if it all tastes <laughs> the same i was like oh, that's actually not a bad idea well, yeah, I can sit there while you're doing nothing and, uh, you know, drop that calorie rate, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, sneak a few beers here and there when you're just doing nothing, or was it just like didn't even feel no, good? 
No, I just I, I only tried the one shot and that was purely just to see what would happen or like what are the tastes like. Um because I didn't want to do anything to disrupt my immune system while I was fighting the process. So I didn't want to get drunk or do anything like that that I, I might cause myself to be sicker longer. Right, right. And just kind of uh yeah, so, totally defeat the yeah. whole purpose. Yeah, I was I was pretty I was pretty healthy during that period of time. Um, as far as my food and liquid intake was mostly water, mostly water and orange juice, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a lot of sitting in the bathtub, um, and, uh, just soaking in like Epsom salts and things like that, that I couldn't smell. I couldn't smell any of the stuff I dumped into it. (laughs) So yeah, it was, it was, like I said, it was a weird time, (laughs) man. At least having the flu, you know, maybe you can taste something that's okay or, you know, smell something, but. That does not fa- sound fun at at all. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the COVID stuff, I mean, from the doctors anyway, was just over-the-counter remedies and, you know, food foodstuffs to stay within. There wasn't any miracle thing or anything I was supposed to be doing outside of any other sickness I've ever had. And it, it, they literally told me, we don't actually know what to tell you to do. Um <laughs> So this is what we think you should do or like what we've been telling people to do. Um, and I mean, it was, it worked. I, I switched over to some NyQuil severe and slept for like 15 hours, a couple of nights. Um, and so I think that that's part of what kind of helped me get out of it quicker was just, you know, again, I didn't do anything. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't, I tried to eat healthy, drink a lot of water, soak, um, and, medicate the way they told me to to do mm. and uh like i said i wrote out about it was about 12 days total and then i went back to work and everything was fine oh man so did they say anything about since you've now had it are you immune from getting it again they believed i was immune for 90 days is what the cdc has listed but it's it's also kind of an unsure based on based on results with the people um, so I'm coming up on where I could get it again mm, at this I gotcha, point. I got gotcha, you. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think here, here, this beginning half of February, which is why as we have this, this show coming up, we're going to be doing, uh, required negative tests or vaccines, whatever people can get done. Mm-hmm. Cause we know vaccines, it's kind of a slow boat process for people that are not in medical essential or whatever it may be. It's a little bit of a diff- more difficult process to get in, to get it done. Well, it is. It's mostly uh, sixty-five and up right now. They might be lower it to fifty some. I don't. I can't remember. It changes kind of weekly here. You know, just based on what I know from working in a clinic. But uh, yeah, it'd be awfully hard for uh, most of the average-aged uh, wrestlers uh, to get that right now. So yeah, that'll be pretty tough to get yeah. the immunization. But you know, yeah. a positive test is getting. Uh, that's a lot easier to get. Yeah, I mean, excuse absolutely. me, not a positive we've test. Got, but, uh, 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 you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, negative tests. Yeah. 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 We've, and we've got, we've got some setups and standards for that, that we've kind of got out to the talent is like, Hey, we need a, we need a test no earlier than this point, but no later than this point. So you've got this window to get it to us. Um, and I'm asking them to not do rapid tests specifically. That's purely just my own insight to it. Um, I'd rather have the the three day test versus a rapid test result. But, um, I know there's some differing opinions about that amongst, at least the wrestling community on, on what we feel about COVID testing. So, 
Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, before we get to the the big uh, the big card on February twenty seventh and all that build, man, uh, just a couple other things other than you know, thank you very much for sharing uh, that COVID. You know, I'll say experience. I'm sure it wasn't like the best best experience or anything, but uh, to hear that, you know, and some people are going to listen to that and kind of uh, go, "Wow, you know, that's what it's all about." So, thank you for uh, sharing that. But uh, you know, other than you getting the COVID, how else did this kind of uh, this pandemic, other than wrestling, affect you and your family? Did it mesh up your work? You know, time with the kids, things like that. How else was it? Just kind of like, man, this sucks. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, I, I'm not too vocal about it. I don't talk about it a lot. But uh, the end of January of last year of 2020, um, my ex-wife and I separated. Um, and so we did our show in February. And so a few people knew about it then, um, just because I talked to them a little bit at the show. And then we were supposed to have our show March 29th, following like the big shows the weekend uh, before. And everything got shut down. And so trying to navigate, um, you know, single parenting, co-parenting, um, school lockdowns, you know, and everything else has been less than ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's been a very difficult situation for both of us. And we've had our ups and downs as far as um, communication goes. But we're, we've gotten to a point where... I couldn't ask for a better person to pair my kids with. Like we're, we're doing amazing and things are great. And I'm super happy for, as a matter of fact, I have my kids because today's her birthday. Um, and, uh, she wanted to have some, uh, some date night time with her, with her, her new boyfriend. And, uh, who's a great guy, like having him around the kids. He's a good guy. Um, so, you know, things, things have gotten better in these last few months than they were prior. I mean, before again, with scheduling and school and, homeschool and all of the other nonsense it's been uh been a little brutal well man at uh, times if you don't mind i want to comment on the things you said about your kids your uh your ex-wife the dude that's hanging out with them now to hear that positivity that you just said coming from uh you know me hearing it i didn't have a dad after a certain age he wasn't there for me my son who's my stepson but he's really my son now his dad wasn't there for him after five, and that kid is twenty years old now. Uh, you oh, wow. know, hearing that, what you just said, man, I just uh, you know, total props to you doing uh, what you need to do as a great father, working it out with the ex. Another guy's in there, and you think he's a positive thing for your kids, man. That that's that's you know, heads up or you know, high five to you, man. Well, thank you. I, my whole thing with them is, is that no, nothing comes before them, myself included. Um, I put them first a hundred percent of the time, all the time. And, uh, you know, you, you sacrifice what you have to sacrifice because it's a hard situation. And even if it weren't for COVID, it would still be a difficult situation for them all the way around. So I'm trying to do what I can to be the best role model and the best. And I struggle. I have my, I have my failures where I, you know, break down and, and things are too, things are tough. And, but you know, the funny thing about them is if they see that I'm struggling, it takes zero seconds for them to come and wrap their arms around me. So, you know, we're, we're doing good and thank you. I appreciate that. Oh man. It's, it's great to hear that. Uh, you're doing great and, uh, man, just, uh, keep doing what you're doing. I almost got a little emotional just talking to you there about that kind of thing. Cause it's so close to my heart, man. But, uh, all right. 
let's get to it. Uh, you know, the last time I talked to you was October the 29th, 2019. You're about to have the trick or treat show out there and, uh, in Richland, Washington. And, uh, yeah, the November show. Yeah, man. And, yeah. uh, you know, been a while since then that was, uh, then. And, uh, dude, how did this thing really, you know, you said you had, how many shows did you have in 2020? Just one, just one February, uh, was our last, was our one. And then we were scheduled from March 29th, but everything closed on the 13th. And right. Yeah, I was actually planning because my birthday is March 21st. So we had Seattle, Everett, Portland that weekend, oh. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. And that was going to be my birthday. I was going to all three of them. That's right. And super excited, ready to go. And then we were going to have our show the following Sunday. So I had all this wrestling just ready to go, ready to get out. And then boom, nothing. I remember that, not to cut you off real quick, but I remember we were going to meet up after that wax show, I think, with the recorder at the uh, the bar where it's one of their sponsors over there at uh, Without a Cause, man. So, uh, man, too yeah. bad we couldn't get that yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, that would have been fun. I was looking forward to that weekend, and uh, the March 21st wax show is my birthday and uh, also our mutual friend Chase James's birthday. And so, <laughs> you know, we had a lot of – I was real excited about that weekend. I mean, everything about it was going to be amazing. Oh man. So, you know, you guys had to shut down after that first show, didn't get to that March show, but, uh, can you share any little insight about what was going to kind of happen with those kind of shows coming up? Did you have any special people booked that you can share with us? Obviously you might be holding some of that over to what's coming up here in 2021 when we are able to get going, but, uh, what was going on with that time that never got to happen? Well, we were talking to a couple people, um, and we were looking at some, some guys that we hadn't had before. Um, some people that I've been watching that I, I certainly have enjoyed their, their work. Um, and so there's, there's a few of those where I still, I want to come back to those conversations with them once we get things figured out, mm-hmm. um, and see what we can do. But, you know, we had, we were going to push the envelope a little bit because we're, we're a family friendly show, but we had our uh Lumberzack and uh Jackson Price uh last man standing match booked for that one. Um and so that was just gonna be two big horses of men just beating the tar out of each other throughout the the Joker's comedy club. Uh and we actually looked at some options for that even after COVID happened, ways to, you know, like the WWE they had done their Undertaker AJ Styles, you know, produced match. And we thought, you know, maybe we can do something like that where, you know, we have some connections in the Spokane Coeur d'Alene area where we could use a large area like that. And let's just, let's put a cinematic thing together. And we can, we tossed it back and forth trying to figure out how to get it done, but we never quite got there. (laughs) Um, And a lot of that, I mean, a lot, a lot of that honestly comes from like, how are we going to do it? You know, because at that point in time, especially, I mean, the the COVID scare was so high um, and there was so little information about it. You know, it was like, oh, man, if, I mean, what if we go out there and we all end up dying? You know, like, what, what are we going to do? Mm. So, you know, there was there was some big ideas, but then everybody got down to it. And it was like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know if we should do this right now. So. And have your uh, sponsors and your venue, you know, are, are you always 
all still together when it really comes back, you know, they, no one has to, you know, get away from what was going on before. No. Yeah. As far as I know, um, we've talked a bit. I know, um, you know, our, our sponsors, their businesses are struggling with COVID. Um, they had a lot, they had some issues. It's, it's getting better. It's going the right direction now. Um, you know, jokers, the bowling alley had reopened temporarily, but then Mm -hmm. everything got shut down again. Um, they're trying to figure out how to operate this new outdoor casino, but then, you know, without being able to sell any tickets or crowd stuff at this point in time, you know, they're kind of in the same boat where they're, you know, we're going to have to wait to see what comes from the governor's office at this point, which is why we look at some other options for what we're doing now. Um, so I know we would, when everything lifts and things get back to normal, we will absolutely get back into our relationships with those people a hundred percent because they are the ones who got us where we are. And mm-hmm. um, I know they're looking forward to it just as much as we are. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a waiting game right now. Well, you know, um, since everything's kind of been on hold, you know, and there's been a few promotions doing the, uh, the studio wrestling, uh, like you're, uh, we're going to talk about here in a minute, not a studio, but you know, you get a studio and you tape the stuff and whatever. But actually you guys aren't really taping anything, right? Um, we actually, we will do some taping as well. I mean, there'll be the live stream and everything that goes from there, but we're actually going to be doing some taping for, um, you know, like I said, our, our relationship that we have with SAPW, um, they have a television show in the Spokane market and we're going to have some reactivate stuff that we're shooting. That's going to be used in that, in that realm as well. Gotcha. 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 And uh, you mm-hmm. know, since everything's been shut down, have you been watching any other promotions, uh, stuff on TV without the crowds, you know, any, um, WWE, AEW, or like on the independent scene, uh, you know, GCW through the summer held a bunch of outdoor shows um, and then uh, Paradigm did a couple things and then uh, the Collective Weekend. Uh, did you check out any of that kind of stuff and how did you feel that kind of about that kind of stuff? There were some problems with the Collective Weekend. Yeah, the, yeah, there was from what I understood. I didn't catch a lot of it. I, I really got busy during a lot of this time between obviously the kids and work and everything else. Um, I was watching some of the WWE stuff and it was really strange I mean, I got, I got why it was being done the way and, and, you know, they did the best they could. Um, I, as a matter of fact, before we started this call, I was watching AEW dark, um, and was watching our, you know, uh, like Aubrey was, uh, refereeing the Kenny Omega, um, it was a six man tag. I was just watching that before I came down to take the call. So I, I've been kind of looking at some of it to see how it's going. And I kept up with a few of the things that, that people have done, but really it was, you know, how do we get away from some of the hurdles that you get with certain platforms? What's the best way to go? How do we do this? How do we, and so we're doing things a little bit differently, but, uh, I mean, everybody's doing what they can. And then there's, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people sitting on their hands and, no disrespect meant in any way, shape or form because you really don't know what you can and can't get away with at this point. And I mean, we're even, you know, we took a shot and said, let's do this, but let's talk to the wrestling board for Washington state and let them know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, I know some things, unfortunately, some things are probably going to change in the next couple of years law-wise uh, uh, law based on what we're doing here. Because um, we have kind of talked to them about that. It's like, well, you know, there isn't anything that says we can't do this as long as we're doing this. Um, and they're totally on board. They understand. They're going to be watching us. Um, they basically kind of informed us that we're going to be that, you know, this is our opportunity to show them that professional wrestling can be done safely, at least for now. Um, so that's what we're working on our safety, safety precautions and everything else. We're trying to keep everything as like on the level as possible, open to, to everybody to look at, because if it works out and everybody's okay with it, then it's one of those things where I'd like to be like, Hey, you know, if you guys want to run your shows again, I can help you do that. I'll give you the information. I'm not looking for anything. Like, I just want to see everybody get back to work um, and back to doing what they love. Because I know I'm not the only promoter who's sitting back going, oh, I miss this. You know, so um, hopefully we can figure it out. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, let's talk about it, though. Like, how did we get to this uh, Northwest showcase with the uh, SAPW and the uh, Reactivate uh kind of partnership and uh, anyone who else is a part of this how did this uh when did this start so the owners of sapw have been working with me and reactivate for some time um and they you know they i get a lot of credit which is great i appreciate it and i'm like well i mean if you guys are looking up to me then you know obviously we look at the guys i'm looking up to as far as what we're doing but um, I get a lot of credit for them deciding to go off and do their thing. And I worked with them with their first show. I thought it was great. They did an awesome job. And uh, there's a lot of just moves being made with these guys up in Spokane where everybody in the entertainment business up there, anyone who does anything is wanting to work with them and get, get something going. And uh, Greg runs my... Um, merchandise stores for me um he's been a referee he's been helping me out with a bunch of stuff he does logos for us and, and for a lot of the talent um and uh he has this brilliant mind for you know what what his vision of where wrestling could be right now he's got this brilliant mind for it he just needs to be reined in a little bit which is where they brought me in which is funny because i'm a fluttering mind sometimes <laughs> Um, but you know, he's been able to do things for people and show them ways to do, get stuff done. And now they're all kind of jumping on board. Like, Hey, yeah, we, we definitely want to help you out because you've been helping us out. And so for this Northwest showcase, we have a lot of production value, uh, assets available to us that we should not have. Um, I'm really excited about the production value of this, because this is going to be something bigger than we've ever done before. Um, it what is it about that production value? If you can share any secrets into that? Um, well, basically the, the studio itself, um, you know, again, we're, we're talking about a potential television show uh, that'll be running different things, a streaming network that'll be running all kinds of stuff as well as some subscription stuff to not even just our stuff. We're getting a hold of things from all over the country because people are wanting to get involved. Um, so we're looking at setting up our own, you know, subscription like streaming service where you got access to all these, you know, hundreds of hours of independent wrestling um, all through our hub. 
as well as us putting our stuff and, and SAPW putting their stuff and, you know, whoever else is wanting to get involved. Um, there's been a lot of these, a lot of talks, um, some of the impact wrestlers in particular that are wanting to be in Washington, Oregon, Idaho a little bit more. So they're willing to come out and do some things for us because they just want to get their foot in the door. Hmm. Um, so we're seeing some of that, you know, the Pacific Northwest has been hot and cold in, in wrestling for a bit. And I think it's, you know, people realize the uncharted territory here where they really do have an opportunity to, to reach some fans they wouldn't normally. Uh, and Greg has done a great job of just talking to the right people and getting them what they need. And, um, you know, it, it was uh, a, a deal. I mean, when we originally got this put together, I told him, I said, I am a 100% transparent up, upfront person. And I expect every single business deal that we do that done that way. Uh, and that's, that's where things have gone really well is because a lot of the people that we've talked to and that he's talked to and that, that we've worked with have really appreciated that bluntness, that upfront, you know, you can look at anything you want to look at. This is what it is. Um, and so, yeah, we've just, we've got a lot of stuff. It's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, some of the screens, <laughs> I, I would, some of the screens that we're using and some of the, the backdrops and things are way out of reactivates price range right now normally <laughs> so i'm super excited i'm super excited about it oh man as a fan just sitting back can't wait to uh check this out before we talk too much more about the the card and what's going on man uh, how do you get a hold of this show how do you purchase this show how do you watch this show um on the the sapw facebook page there is a buy for the streaming show and i think it's like three dollars if you buy it ahead of time on facebook um, you can buy the stream for three bucks. Uh, you can go to supportallprowrestling.com and you can subscribe to the site. I know there's some changes going on with that because that's the site that all the streaming info is going to be coming through. Okay. And then uh, reactivate site once because we're doing a rebuild right now. Once reactivate site comes back up, that'll all be on there as well. I know. I was um, looking but, for your website earlier. I was like, where's this reactivate site? I can't find it. Yeah, when COVID first hit and everything was kind of, I mean, I dropped out completely. I was, my guys were stressed because they couldn't get a hold of me. Um, you know, again, the, the, the separation, divorce, the, all that stuff. And I mean, it really took a toll on me when COVID hit. So I, I kind of backed out. And so the site's being rebuilt. Everything's being redone. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll be back. We'll be back running in full relatively shortly. Uh, we're, as a matter of fact, after this show, we have a new logo launching <laughs> that we're holding on to until this show is over. Um, and we're going to be streamlining a little bit, going a little bit more, a little bit more modern um, in some of those things. And and like I said, we've got all kinds of stuff lined it up, lined up and going. Um, but yeah, right now, if you go to the SAPW page on Facebook, you can buy the stream for $3. You're telling us we can get an evening of wrestling mm -hmm. for $3. For $3. Three you get the link. Dollars. We get this link. We get to watch a yep. nice evening of uh, amazing wrestling. People coming in. Um, Northwest wrestlers. Sounds freaking Amazing. So getting into this with the SAPW people, how do you, um, how do you choose the wrestlers you want to get on the show? 
it was kind of interesting. Um, there was a conversation between Greg and I, and some of it was them reaching out to him. As a matter of fact, we had one team booked in particular that canceled because they had another event on the same night. And then that event canceled. They wanted to come back in, but we didn't have a spot for them now. So we're bringing them in, I think in May. Um, and that, that'll be a big, that'll be a big announcement. I'm super excited about, but, uh, we, we had a lot of people reaching out to us because obviously there's been no wrestling up here at all. Um, I think didn't, didn't whack do, um, yeah, they did a couple a studio uh, thing, a studio thing on Twitch on uh, Max's mm-hmm. account there, whatever it is. I don't have it up here yeah. on the top of my head, but uh, they had quite a, a few shows on there, and uh, without a crowd is what it was called. Yeah, yeah, and I was I was super excited that he did that because honestly, if anybody could pull it off, Max is the guy. Like I just <laughs> I adore Max. Um, I'm super. I was bummed about not getting to his show. Um, but you know, we looked at that and, and yeah, it was, I mean, like, I know we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but you know, Sue Young and I have talked several times because she's actually from Richland. She's from the Tri-Cities where I'm from. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. She's from here. And so we've talked a few times about her coming in and her name got brought up just randomly while we were talking because, uh, apparently Greg had met her dad. Her dad is like a silent wrestling fan. Like he's always at every show, but he doesn't tell you who he is. Um, he, but he's, he's goes to shows all the time. He's a big fan. And, uh, that conversation came up and she was definitely interested. And, you know, she's had a lot of other like great ideas for things in the future, people to talk to and stuff. And so that's been kind of cool because, you know, you bring in, you bring in like Larry, who's coming in from impact and now he's got impact people who are like hey what do you got going on over there like what is that what what's going on and uh so we've had a lot of people come to us which has been awesome that's awesome especially getting you know some impact people on there and things like that because uh impact is getting a little hot these days uh they've been kind of partnering up uh, a couple different uh, people's partnering up and so uh things are getting pretty hot there man so uh Dude, mm-hmm. uh, you want to tell us about some of the matches that are announced for this uh, big show on February 27th? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I know we, like I just mentioned, Sue Young uh, is planning on coming in. Um, and we have Sue Young versus the, um, the Fallen Flower, Kikio. Oh, that's awesome. She is a personal favorite of mine. And I think if anybody's going to tear the house down, it's going to be those two. Like, they're going to be fun to watch for sure. Dude, that's I didn't know who uh, Sue Young's opponent was going to be, and now I'm even more freaking excited. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean that like that, that's what I mean for three bucks. Because um, I think the show is three dollars unless you buy it on the day of. If you buy it on the day of, I think it's six, but it's three dollars otherwise. Three bucks. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting a match like that for three dollars. Three bucks, baby. Yeah, um, we. I, when when Greg first approached me with this, he had four minutes of heat down on his on his notes, and four minutes of heat is a team I've wanted to work with uh-huh. forever. Um, I got to see those guys at a prestige show, and I was like, I'd already liked them, and then seeing them live, I was like, okay, you guys are awesome. Um, so when Greg came to me with them on the list, uh, I was intrigued at who was going to be facing them, and like I said, originally it was this other team, <laughs> but I, I won't I won't leak yet. 
But uh, that when that didn't work out, um, Zicky Dice and Effie uh-huh. end up taking their place. And Zicky's another one who I've wanted to work with for a long time. I'd only recently gotten some of Effie's stuff, and I was really, really impressed. And so I'm super happy that I'm just – Greg, of course, has to make the joke. He's like, you run a family show, and you're going to have to announce two in the pink. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. Um, oh, I'm a big fan it, of Four Minutes of Heat. I've seen them multiple times at uh, different shows uh, around the mm-hmm. area. And I've been lucky enough to see Effie uh, one time at up in Everett, man. He was he was amazing. I've never seen Zicky Dice live, man. So to again, see, he's to- an, he he's another one. The first time I saw him was at a prestige show, and he was awesome. He was great. Um, William had good things to say about working with him. And then one of his friends actually reached out to me on Instagram and was like, "Hey, I see you do wrestling up in that area. I'm friends with." with Zicky Dice and you guys should bring him up there. And I, we, we talked for a while and then, you know, everything kind of happened and fell through. So I didn't get a chance to, to reach out to him, but uh, I'm really excited to get to work with him. I'm, I'm, I don't know that I've fangirled about a card like this in a while. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's weird. Cause it's, I mean, it's my card along with, with SAPW and, um, like I said, I, I, I think there's going to be some some others that come in and roll in, but I'm still waiting to hear on that for sure. But Well, dude, what I have written down here and what you're talking about, this card, mm-hmm. it, it, it's really great. So I can see why you're, you know, really uh, almost marking out on your own card, bro. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got coming in here? So we got, uh, we got, we mentioned uh, Legendary Larry D is coming in from Impact. Uh, he's going to be facing uh, Adam Reyes, uh, the princess. Um, Adam's been a mainstay in Reactivate since day one. He's oh. been with us. I think he missed one show, and that was a travel issue. Um, and he's awesome. He's so entertaining in the ring, and I'm looking forward to him and Larry throwing down. Oh, man, that sounds like it's going to be great. You got to get another guy from uh, Impact coming in there. That's, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really knew who that guy was. And so you said impact. Then I was like, all right, I think I've seen him on that show. Cause I've watched a few times mm-hmm. here in the last couple of months and I watched yeah. their last pay-per-view. So it was really a lot of fun, man. So, uh, mm-hmm. good for you, man. Good for you guys bringing in some national folks. Yeah. Well, and, and Larry's going to be doing a seminar earlier in the day. So oh, we do have yeah. a seminar available as well, uh, for some of those young talents that want to get a little bit more under their belt with some, some guys we've got. I think Larry, Zicky, and Effie are all partaking in parts of a seminar that day. How do the uh, talents get a, to be a part of that seminar? Uh, they need to email Greg, which I, I want to say is... Uh, I'll have to get the email from you because I actually don't think I have that on me right now. I'll, I'll, I'll put it out. I, I posted, on, posted it on Reactivate's page at one point, and we've had a couple people sign up from our page um support all pro wrestling at gmail.com there you go believe is what it is you just email greg for info and uh he'll get you the info for getting into that um but i mean it's 100 bucks and you get to train with those three guys for a few hours um and i know you know larry's larry's got some pretty cool stuff on the horizon that he wants to do training young talent and so we're looking to see how we can help out with that as well so i think this is a good opportunity for people that want to get in and 
you know, get a chance to be in the ring, get in front of those guys and, and, you know, work with them, but also get their names out there so that if, you know, if, if things do come up that we have some spots open, open for people to work with Larry on the regular, we, they can get in and do that. Oh man, that sounds like a phenomenal time for uh, some young talent coming over, check it out. Never know. Might be able to jump in yep. somehow. Yeah. Yep. Now's the time strike while the iron's hot. I mean, look at how, you know, even despite COVID, I mean, pre COVID wrestling was taking off again. And I think that it's just going to come back as soon as, as soon as these things are coming out and details are getting worked out, it's just going to come back even stronger. Oh, you're, you're just telling the truth here, man. Uh, there's so much stuff going on Pacific Northwest wrestling, all of wrestling. It's just, uh, it's going to bigger and better things. And, uh, speaking of bigger and better things, what else we got on this card, man? Uh, let's see. We've got, uh, the return of Cole crazy, Cole crazy. Uh, I ain't seen that bro gonna, for a while. He's going to be taking on Rook Kelly. Rook Kelly called him out, Oh shit! called him out of retirement. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and, and obviously Rook Kelly doing it in Rook Kelly fashion. I mean, just calling him old and, and all the things that he could have possibly done to to drive somebody out of retirement. But, yeah, it's, I mean, Rook is another guy. Rook's been on all of our Reactivate cards. He's one of my good friends. Like, I, I love the guy. Um, his mouth gets the better of him, and <laughs> that ponytail does the talking, but at least he can back it up. And he's so uh... a... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say he and Cole. That's it, going to be a be a crazy time. <laughs> oh man, it's really going to be a crazy time. Rook, he's a really good uh, drawer too. If you haven't seen some of his work. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Usually at our our, our reactivate shows, he'll be back in the back doing uh, doing art and selling it. And a lot of people love getting back there and buying some some Rook drawings. It, it's a uh, it's cool to watch. Oh man, that's great. Some originals, and then uh, I see a couple big giant. Jake's mammoth guys that are going to collide on this card. It looks like <laughs> you must be talking about Caden Cassidy and Jackson price. Oh man. Caden Cassidy. <laughs> one of my favorites here in the Pacific Northwest, the guy that, you know, he's a great wrestler. He's a monster of a wrestler. Also a great, uh, just human being. And to see him going to take on uh, Jackson price, this, uh, he's like seven foot. Is he not seven foot? Yep. He's a seven foot tall giant. And he's a legitimate giant too. I mean, there's there's a you know there's a difference between a seven footer and a seven footer that can move around. I mean, he's a basketball player and you know former basketball player, and so I mean he's he's athletic too, which is uh yeah that's uh that's going to be just a big a big bullfight right there. Oh man, what what was it that you guys wanted to book that fight? Um. You know, anytime you're booking Jackson, I mean, I've, I've booked Jackson against big guys, small guys. And like I said, we originally had planned for a big, a, a big fight with him at one point. Um, you always kind of want to see what you can throw at him. I mean, what, what can he take? What can he do? And, you know, you get an opportunity to put him with a guy like Caden Cassidy, who is just a bad dude. Um, if anybody is, is going to be able to go toe to toe with him, it's going to be Caden Cassidy. Um, and so, you know, you're looking at, you're looking on paper at who you've got on the list and you've got these names that you're working with and you've got all this stuff written down and you're like, all right, well, I got this guy over here and who am I going to, oh, there's a good name. <laughs> so that's kind of how it went. It was like, you looked at the paper and went, well, these two guys, um, this is, this is one that, uh, 
fans, young and old, are going to get into because it's just two big guys duking it out. Oh. And everybody likes that. You know, I love this card from top to bottom that I've seen here so far. Like you said, maybe there's some more that I don't know about. Uh, but uh, that Caden Cassidy, Jackson Price match, man, that's – I don't know if it'll last long, but that's going to be some hard-hitting ass wrestling right there. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. It's it's going to really come down to, you know, can can Caden Cassidy chop the giant down or is the giant going to be the one doing the chopping? Because I've seen his chops <laughs> up close and no thank you. Uh, what are you saying? You took one of those? I have not taken one of his. <laughs> um, I, I have taken them from big men, but never anybody that big. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't. They'd have to pay me a whole lot. And even then, I'd probably say no because of the, my heart issue, too. I don't want to mm-hmm. take any chops to the chest. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so anything else on this card that we need to know of? Any other people appear, uh, appearing that we don't know of yet? Or is there some secrets that we don't get to know? Well, I know there's some. There's still some things being worked out. Um, those three matches um, are the RPW matches, specifically. Um, or the... the uh, The Caden, Caden and, and Jackson, Adden and Larry and uh, Sue Young and Kikio. Those are the RPW matches for sure. We're still working out on some stuff on like what's what's going to go under what banner. Because like I said, I believe there is another banner coming in to work with us now. Okay, um, which is even more exciting because that gives us even like a bigger pre-existing audience to work with. Um. And it also gets it gets us working with some talents that I uh, very simply I haven't worked with before, and I'm I'm super excited about it. So I know I know there's a few other things coming out that may be available, and I will send you everything after this after the fact if there's anything that I missed, because um, I know there's more. I think we've got ten matches total. All right. Um, I'm just trying to remember who is where and what is what is what at this point. Um, uh, those are the RPW ones. That's all the stuff that I've, I've finalized as of this week, um, on paper. And then I know there was a few others that they were kind of figuring out if it was going to be this wrestler or this wrestler, depending on who was available. Mm. Folks, this is $3, $2.99. If I'm not, you know, wrong yeah. Two ninety nine, mm-hmm. And we've just announced these matches. He says there's most likely some other ones going to be coming. This is going to be a great uh, entertainment package right here. But, uh, hey, man, uh, beyond this uh, partnership, right now are you looking for anything for Reactivate uh, Pro Wrestling as far as live shows over there, like a percentage of shows, or are you just still waiting on government regulations? Uh, it's all government regulations at this point because with the phases, the way they're marked out, you know, phase three you can have – 50 people. Well, that's not enough to cover the cost of a show. Right. Um, ultimately we need to be phase four. We need to be kind of finalized with everything to be able to do live audiences again. So at least for the time being, we're looking at doing these studios. Um, and we've had some conversations about doing, you know, a weekend of recording for companies, like not just ours, but if anybody, if any of the other promoters are interested in doing something like we'd be willing to work with them, about getting them some studio time and getting them some recording time if they have something that they want to work on. Um, I have no problem jumping in and helping people out and figuring out ways to get it done because I would like to see everybody get back to 
at least putting a product out that the fans can watch so that we don't get forgotten. All right, my man, I know you got some things to do, so let's just do the final process here and let you uh, head out for the night, get uh, to your kids there, man. Uh, if anyone wants any reactivate professional wrestling merch or the people that are uh, wrestling out there, is there still a place to get that kind of stuff right now or is the website still being worked on? Uh, the website's still being worked on right now. The reactivate merchandise store will go back up um, shortly. Um, I'm also working with Greg about possibly doing a different store for the reactivate stuff. I just have to get the old logos. We had a lot of, we had a computer crash that had all the, a lot of that information. So we're still trying to get some of it back. Um, but we have, we have some merchandise available um, through our motif page, which it's, M-O-T-E-E-F-E dot com slash stores slash RPW dash shirts. Um, so that is available still, but uh, we're getting a whole new line, whole new logos, all kinds of new stuff put out with this new launch. We're going to be going in a completely different direction for, for the time being. And uh, what's the social media out there? You got that going right now or are you just kind of everything on hold until we get this site going on? Well, Reactivate Professional Wrestling is still on Facebook. Um, and then <clears throat> as is Support All Pro Wrestling, which is where you can sign up to get the show. Uh, Support All Pro Wrestling has a merch store as well. They've got some they've got some gear up also. Um, and then Reactivate is still on Twitter. Uh, Reactivate is on Instagram. Um, slowly being used. Not used as much as it was. Uh, but as we get more footage, more information out, we will definitely be ramping up that those drops as well. And you may have said something about the talent, like maybe the talent wants to contact uh, you guys, man. Uh, mm -hmm. What was that email again? Uh, if you could remember it, I can't remember if we got it out or not, but uh, some people want to contact you. They want to be on these shows. How do they get a hold of uh, Aaron and Greg? Uh, they can they can message us through either of the Facebook pages or, again, uh, that you have supportallprowrestling.com at gmail.com or you have reactivateprowrestling at gmail.com. Um, you can get me at either one of those. All right, Aaron, man. Thanks for coming on again, man. I can't wait to see what happens here in 20, 2021. I cannot wait to uh, see this show on uh, February the 27th, man. Uh, SAPW and uh, Reactivate and some others putting on this big show. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And uh, what's Aaron's final thoughts before we head off tonight? Oh, my final thoughts. Uh, support pro wrestling. We need it now more than ever. Uh, and those of you fans who have stuck with us, we love you. And we are definitely looking to do what we can to deliver the best thing that we can. Uh, and, and I think for this $3, you're going to get something that you did not expect. And uh, my last question uh, before we head off, I heard some screams back there. But anyway, how did it feel to get a haircut after almost a year? Oh, it was weird. It was so <laughs> weird. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't cut my hair. Uh, see, the last time I cut my hair was January 2020. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was strange. I still look at it sometimes. I'm like, who's this guy? But <laughs> it keeps me cooler anyway. I'm not as hot as I was. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, the last year and a half, I've been kind of shaving my head because I'm getting pretty bald up front. I don't got that nice full head like you got right now, or at least what I can see. But uh, right now, I'm kind of—I haven't had a haircut in a while either. I'm kind of just letting it kind of—I'm doing weird stuff with it, just kind of slapping it together, you know, and just kind of doing what I do. Yeah. 
I noticed on Facebook, there's a lot of people cutting their hair right now. Uh, it's a lot of people who haven't cut them in a long time, had long hair, doing all this, and everybody's changing. So I think maybe that's a good, maybe that's the sign. Everybody feels it. Everybody <laughs> realizes that life's about to get back to normal, at least in some way, shape, or form. Oh, man. And we all have to be, we have to we'll all be slightly pre- presentable, right? I hope we get back to somewhat normal, and then I can finally take that, you know, trip out to Richland, yep. Washington, and, uh, you know, get there in the VIP section like you've offered me a few times now. So and, uh, that's, an, that's an open invitation, Lyle. Oh, I can't wait, buddy. But anyway, man, you have a great night. Uh, can't wait for February the 27th and watch the show. And, uh, man, have a good night and uh, go hug your kids. All right. You have a good night. This episode recorded at the Bigfoot headquarters. This has been a Swagamore production production.